Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another edition of ARG Presents. I'm your good pal, your good buddy, the Big Mac, the Whopper, Amigo Aaron, joined by the Happy Meal. I give you the print. I come with a toy. That makes me better. Well, have you seen those toys? Yes, some of them are awesome. They went down the chutes real well, quick. Come on, give me a break with the well, toys. I mean, some of them were good. Listen, everyone. You've tuned in on a special day <laughs> for ARG Presents. This is the day we just, we really, we really go, are scratching the bottom of the barrel. But by God, my brother's so excited because today's the day that we're tackling, bam, burger games. Yes. Burger-based video games, Brent. This is proof that we will allow anyone to make any suggestions. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Especially when it's someone you're married to, that's the right. Brent. That's right. This topic comes uh, uh, via my wife and her incredible love for the arcade game Burger Time, oh, which man. we're going to get into a little bit later. Oh. But this gives us an opportunity, Aaron, yes. to talk about games with a very focused, a very narrow lens, right? Yeah. And there's a few of them out there. And <clears throat> can you think of any games that you play on the regular, that has a super narrow focus, like being a burger-based game? No. I can't <laughs> think of any of those. No, I can't. There are games uh, There are games based on food. In fact, if you're watching video, I've listed a ton of places that, games that have food involved or are also based on a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, which, which is, uh, that's okay, too. And in fact, we just did uh, Shay's Maxim or whatever, yes. however you pronounce it. That was a restaurant-based game uh, where burgers were involved. So I guess that would have counted. Well, but no, no, I don't no, think no, I've no. got. I don't think I've got a focused game like you're looking for. Can you explain games that fit your qualifications? I'm trying to think of a really good one. So you said that without knowing yeah. any. No, there is a. I'm thinking games that have you know one main theme, and then they make the game around that theme. Tapper, perfect example. Right. Tapper is all about serving alcohol, serving beer, yeah, right? Yeah, And they took that, and then they made an incredible game around it. Yeah. So, um, there is a, a... The game that runs in our credits currently is a sushi-based game. It is a game where you... It's all about... Uh, the, the, the visuals of it is all about sushi. What That's, game is that, by the way? Uh, sushi game. Sushi game, don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking of stuff. It's got like, a Japanese name. I can't when I pronounce. think of like games that would fall in line with this, yeah. and I actually thought of several. Okay, right? shoot. Like for example, McDonald's had a ton of games like that. Sort of would count because yeah. they're a hamburger restaurant. Well, if you're talking in the in the realm of, uh, you know, it's in the McDonald's universe. Yeah. I would kind of get the what McDonald's you're going universe. The, Aaron, That's a universe with a lot of fat kids. Let me tell you something, Aaron. McDonald's has a very vast universe, including a mayor. Of McDonald Town, Mayor McCheese. That's right. Why do I know these things? They, they have their own uh, uh, resident uh, uh, outlaw. Yeah, Hamburglar. Uh, so the McDonald, the McDonald's universe, very vast. Well, I'm you just, can't just discount it. You know, when you pick this topic, yeah, <sighs> I didn't pick this topic. I was dreading this to, uh, coming up on the wheel, yeah. and I knew it was coming. And we, we, I will say, it waited till the raggedy end. <laughs> it did. It held because on the, for a long the time. Just, Brit, the Brit just made new pie pieces this very week, which we'll get into those, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, We got a four new yeah, pieces on the but, wheel. But I knew that at some point we were going to tangle with this, but I just kept not looking into it at all. I was like, I don't like to look <laughs> ahead, you know? And I will say, uh, I got lucky, and a, a, a certain person, which I'll get into, suggested the game I play, as obvious as it was. But I found this a difficult uh, topic to find a whole lot of action on. Did you have, aside from what you ended up picking... Were there anything else in the running? Uh, well, I knew exactly what I was picking as soon as this suggestion came up for the wheel. Yeah. Um, but, the, yeah, there's actually quite a few cooking games. Cooking Mama is the one that has you can make burgers in. Well, that would be a stretch, I What think. about that virtual reality game where you work in a... Uh, isn't there a virtual reality game where you work in, like, a kitchen or whatever and you yeah, can make uh, stuff? Yeah, uh, oh, that, no, that's more like a 7-Eleven uh, uh, simulator than a cooking simulator. Man, you don't want to get a burger <laughs> from 7-Eleven if you can help <laughs> that's, it. That's, that's bad times. No, but uh, food in general and then bur burgers as a focus, there's not a ton of games. But yeah. there are more than none. You know, we found four or five 
just talking about today. Right. So, well, I struggled, but we might as well just get into it. The heck with this. Uh, I, I pondered this, and I was literally, I was didn't know what to do. And then a very special man, we just mentioned his game earlier, Chase Maxim, our good buddy Happy Coding, he, who had sent me some uh, pie piece ideas and some other stuff. He saw what we were doing. He goes, listen, he goes, there's only one choice for you. I'm like, what? I don't, I don't see. I don't, I'm too dumb to see the choice. He goes, listen, it's right there in front of you, and it's bam. It's super burger time. Super burger time. This is that game. This is that uh, game where you think you played it, but you haven't played it. Yeah. You never played this. You know, you, you idiot. And I was wrong. I thought I'd played it, but because when someone says, "Listen, uh, 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 have you played the sequel to Burger Time?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's an ice cream. It's game. an ice cream game. Yeah. yeah. And well, this is not the ice cream game. This is Super Burger Time. No. So, but just as a little back uh, drop, okay. Uh, this is a this this may stun you. This is a sequel to the 1982 arcade game Burger Time. <laughs> Now, I contend this is the only true sequel to that game. Because all the other... But there's been several true sequels. And we should probably... I'll mention them real quick. uh, Because you got got multiple games that said they were sequels to Burger Time. First of all, the one we talked about there was uh, the Pepper... uh, a Pepper... uh, Peter Pepper's Ice Cream Factory. By the way, who would buy ice cream from Peter Pepper? (laughs) What's that going to taste like? Uh, that came, it came out in 1994, was an arcade sequel. And I believe, you know, if you'll recall, um, Burger Time, the arcade game, came out on the Deco system. Yes. This was the uh, Data, Data East cassette system that lets you basically, it loaded the games off cassette and the arcade machine. Good idea. And I think uh, uh, Peter Pepper's Ice Cream Factory was also on the Deco, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, and now when you play him, like I said, at a, uh, at shilling ice cream, a lot of people don't remember this game, but I, I think we covered this actually. Uh, there was a console only sequel because Burger Time, of course, got, the game got distributed to eight kabillion consoles. Yeah. The, you know, cause it's a classic game. Right? <clears throat> yeah. When you destroy the arcade with your awesomeness, you're yeah. going to come home to the home system. So... One of the systems where it was really, really well done and well received was the Intellivision, right? Okay. And so, uh, in nineteen eighty four, uh, after Intellivision was purchased by the uh, from Mattel by the N uh, I N T V group, this is when Mattel was like, "We're out of here" because yeah. the video game crash. Yeah, yeah. They were looking for new games, and they released the console only sequel to Burger Time called Diner. You remember Diner? Uh, uh, I do. We've covered it on the show. Uh, Peter Pepper kicks balls of food that roll down platforms. <laughs> yeah. You remember that one? Another game. So Peter Pepper, not necessarily the cook you want to serve you dinner. Well, I mean, he walks on your food regardless. He walks on the food. He does all kinds of crap. Now, I was I was looking on uh, I was looking on uh, uh, one of the one of the information sites, and they had sequels I never heard of. I'd heard of all those. All right. So get this. Uh, there was a game called Burger Time Deluxe, right? That's Burger Time, but with lettuce and tomatoes, I guess. But it, that came out in the, on, for the Game Boy in 91. Have you ever played that? Uh, no. No, okay. I was thinking there was a Neo Geo style. Hold on, I've got the weirdest one yet. Oh, okay. There was a cross... I'd never heard of this, so I'm just reading what they wrote on the thing. There was a crossover with the Flintstones called the Flintstones Burger Time in Bedrock, and that was released on the Game Boy Color... In 2000. What a weird crossover. <laughs> Why would you pair those two together? I don't They're know. incompatible. That's not all. A Namco released... It's funny how many different companies released a Burger Time game. Namco released Burger Time Delight for mobile devices in 2007. <laughs> Burger Time Delight? Bur- <laughs> Skyrockets in flight. It's Burger <laughs> Time Delight. And then lastly, uh, the last one I'm going to mention... And I, this actually kind of looks kind of neat. I don't have this, but I wouldn't mind trying it. And, uh, there was a Burger Time World Tour uh, released in 2011 for the Xbox Live Arcade and the PSN uh, and on the WiiWare. Uh, and this is a game where it takes uh, it takes Pete, uh, Peter into the new world, and there's like a rotating three-dimensional burger tower that you work on. It's crazy. Huh. 
This looks pretty good, man. What you say it came out on? It was on uh, Xbox Live Arcade, PSN, WiiWare. So you can probably get a WiiWare copy of that if you uh, looked around, if you know what I mean. Uh, so these are all your burger time sequels. But, you know, I, I went with the one the one true burger time sequel, which was Super Burger Time. Let's get into this crazy, crazy game. So Super Burger Time is sort of the, a direct sequel, I guess, from Burger Time. Sort of. It's, you know, who knows? Uh, this was published uh, by Data East and developed by Data East in-house, uh, the brand, and released uh, in Japan in 1990, of de in December of 90. And the only U.S. release date I've got tonight is 90, so it was December. I'm assuming it released about the same time. Yeah. It had to. Um, Data East, of course, I mean, they've done it all, right? They were responsible for some of my favorites, including Bad Dudes, Karnov, Fighters History. I like both those. Uh, a bunch more. Uh, so they, they were pretty, uh, you know, well-established. This didn't get an, a home release until recently. Uh, you can play this. Get this. Here's something. This was topical because we were just talking about this. I was listening to uh, Pixel Game yesterday. We were talking about it. Uh, this is available on AntStream if you've got that service. Uh, it's also just come out in the Nintendo Switch in the past couple years. Uh, <laughs> All right. Something called Zebo, And uh, also, with a, apparently, there's a Windows port, but I, I've never heard of it. No, I haven't seen it. Um, I actually, this is one of the few video games where they actually have uh, listed the staff of the game. So if any of these names mean any to, any to you, the game designer was Koji. Akabayashi and the uh, graphic designer was Mario Watanabe and Yoshiyuki Ushiabara. So you, those are names from Data East. Yeah, I don't say. I'm just saying. So this game picks off, uh, picks up right where you, uh, the original Burger Time left off. You are you actually get a choice because this is blue or not. This is a two-player cooperative game. Yep, Brent. Yep. You can have one to two players uh, playing this game, which that's that's kind of slick. Uh, you you can play as Peter Pep uh, Peter Pepper or Peter Pepper Jr. His, <laughs> his son's involved in this. He's passed on the family tradition, brother. Uh, down the line, what are you laughing at? You got a problem with Peter? <laughs> what do you expect them to call the kid when you got that many peas in there? So this game is a uh, a very different game and yet similar to the original Burger Time. I'm trying to think of how to get into this. <laughs> You in this game, okay? In Burger Time, uh, the the chef ran around and he uh, ran over things. And yeah. the only weapon he had was pepper. Yeah. And he would throw pepper at food that would temporarily stun it. And then yeah. you could run over burgers and make the fun. Well, in Super Burger Time, he you could jump in this yes. thing. That's one of the one of the differences. There's a couple big differences. Uh, this game is split into worlds, sort of like a. Uh, like a bubble bobble or something. So there's world one, 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 two, one, three, all the way up to five, four. Yeah. Okay. So you got a and, and there's an overworld map, <laughs> which I tried to find the I tried to find a backstory to this. All I know is that the, there's a freak that once I don't know you don't like and you, yeah, you go there. Yeah. It's, it's worth freak and he's got and his freaky minions. So. You're probably telling yourself, oh, this sounds just like a jumping version of Burger Time. Wrong. Because this thing, in, in Burger Time, you run across the food and it falls down, right? Think about how ludicrous a statement that is. <laughs> in this, you jump on the food and it falls down, okay? So there's another difference. There's no running across it. You jump on the food. Now, uh, something else you may ask yourself is, well, does, does he still have the pepper? He does. But in this game, the 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 gameplay takes place in between two towers, okay? Or I mean, most levels have these two large, like lead tower and pizza style towers. Don't think tower, think scaffolding. That's right. That's a better way to put it. And there are girls that will pop out little windows and cheer for you as you go through, as as you would expect. And they also occasionally will drop. They will hang out weapons you can get. That's right, weapons. <laughs> so you can get like. You can get some, uh, uh, you can get like forks or or, or uh, spatulas or something, or you can also get other like seasoning. You know, you get your salt or whatever. 
You or, or like there's almost like a pole you can get. That's the one I usually get a lot. A, a kebab skewer. A kebab skewer, and you whack the vegetables with this thing. And you, uh, the frying pans, another one you'll see hanging there. You can whack stuff. So this actually is a weapons-based burger uh, making uh, game. This game starts off very traditional in terms of the board layout. I mean, it's much more like what you'd expect. But this game is much different in terms of the way you play it because as you go through the levels, you'll notice that the levels become uh, uh, multi-screened. Some levels have you going uh, left to right and the screen scrolls. Some levels have you going going up yeah. you know, later on uh, through the higher levels. It's very... <clears throat> I mean, it's an unusual style of game. Uh, you'll notice that you're also proceeding. You know, it wouldn't be much of a game if there wasn't anybody after you, right? This game, this game allows you to jump. A lot of times, you can jump so high you can actually jump from one level to another. You can jump down, and so to to uh, uh, make it more interesting for you, I guess they've come up with vegetables like uh, string peas and, and other and, and uh, uh, taller carrots and asparagus or whatever. And they, these things take up more than one level of size. Yes. So they can actually come up under you and get you just by as you walk over them. Uh, it's very difficult uh, to, to get around some of these things. Some levels also have small burgers. Some levels have huge burgers. They're like... They're like four or five times the size of a, of a traditional burger. Yeah. Those are our size burgers right there, <laughs> the brand. And so you, your job is still, you can jump on them, uh, but, it, it, you know, it, they're just huge. Uh, and you still, the, the, the vegetables are all on platforms. You're still, the goal is ultimately to smash the burgers all the way down to the base level. The uh, graphics in this are quite nice, I think. Uh, they're multi-planar backgrounds. They're beautifully done. Depending on the level you're on, it kind of it'll kind of vary uh, what the picture in the background is. The nearer you get to the castle, you're in the woods or whatnot. Uh, their music and this is great. Very peppy, upbeat music. I loved. I thought it was really good. In fact, the music is so nice and sweet and cute, and the graphics are so nice and sweet and cute. It actually throws you off because this game is a meat-grinding death machine, okay? Burger Time has a rep for being a pretty difficult game, right? The original. That's right. Yeah. This game looks at the difficulty of the original Burger Time. It scoffs. It laughs. It throws salt on that difficulty. <laughs> this thing is double freaking tough, brother. It's super hard. Thankfully, you've got continues. Otherwise, I've never seen any of this stuff. Uh, something else this thing has uh, that's different than the original is boss fights. Yep. So, in boss battles, you suddenly have the ability to throw hamburgers, okay? I guess and that's what you're making them for. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some of the big ones. And so, you're chucking hamburgers. It, so many hamburgers, you're at Wimpy's crying somewhere. You're throwing all these hamburgers. <laughs> but you got to throw them to defeat these varied bosses. Uh, the boss for the first world is a is a beehive with a bunch of bees coming out, and you whack the beehive with the with the hamburgers. Second boss is this is a bird's nest. This is cute actually, and these birds fly this nest up. They're holding it up in the air, and this giant bird is there, and you're trying to get get rid of the giant bird the bird's nest. Uh, the third boss, this one was kind of weird, man. It's like a flying fish. Is that what you got out of that? Yeah. Did you see that yeah, one? Yeah, that's a fish. And then it will drop smaller fish as it goes by. You got to get the fish. But there's no water. Nope. Like, what's going on here? Flying fish? Um, the, the fourth boss is, is just it's just a bunch of balloons with skull heads on them. Yep. Some of them look like Mickey Mouse balloons, yep, too. Yeah, the main boss. Yep. That's kind of... I don't know what they're doing there. And then I, finally... All I wrote for the last boss is Crazy King with Grabby Hands. And that's all. You basically, there's this big, huge guy, and he's got two hands that come up in the screen, and you're on one. And as you as he lifts you up in the air and tries to whack you or whatever, you throw burgers in his face and make him sad. The, the, the bosses are, are cakewalks. The bosses are easier than the game. Yeah. The, the bosses are a lot easier than the game. Yeah. Now, I will say, the ending of this game... Uh, is is real cute because it's got you. <laughs> this is like Terry's dream, by the way. The ending of this, I can picture your, your wife dreaming about this. There's a huge parade, a ticker tape parade, 
and the two burger boys are driving down Main Street of town in a burger. Yeah, burger a burger car. A burger car. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great ending as the music rolls. Uh, mm. One thing you got to remember in this game when you play it, this is a little advice from your good pal. The first couple levels of this game, I played like traditional burger time. Okay. I didn't even know there were weapons. I had no idea. And I thought to myself, this is impossible. Okay. okay. Well, I saw the stuff flash on the side of the screen, but I didn't know what they were. And so you're going to learn pretty quickly that you've got to gots to get over and get those weapons. Yeah. Because otherwise you're bowed. Because no amount of jumping, there's so the, this game throws so many enemies at you yeah. that it's unbelievable. And I watched some of the later levels. I played this game to about the third level. And it was d d brutally difficult. I mean, death, a mania was run wild. And the upper levels looked 50 times harder. What did you think about this? Had, is, had you played this one before? And what did you think about the overall package? Nope, this was the first time I played this. Do you think that, did you know of the existence of this game? Nope. So you're like me. Like, we, you thought it was, uh, you thought it was, uh, the, uh, the ice cream one, didn't you? That was the only sequel, right? Yep. 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 Okay, I feel less <clears throat> dumb. Um, yeah, this is the first time I've been embarrassed to introduce a game on ARG. What do you mean? This game is, is a... I think you're getting ready to overstep your bounds here. I can feel this it. This game is insulting to the original Burger oh, Time. It, oh, it is not. And let me tell you why. The original Burger Time had a few elements of its gameplay that made it the classic that it is. Element number one, limited weapon usage. You could collect uh, coffees in the middle of the screen that would give you some extra pepper. Uh, but it was all, it was always a, man, do I have to use the pepper here? Do I use the pepper and get the extra points? Or do I save it to where I'm, where I'm trapped? And the dilemma of weapon usage is a major part of Burger Time. Major part. This game throws it completely out the window Instead of having limited use weapons, you, the weapons are on a timer. For 30 seconds, you can use the weapon as much as you want. That is not in the spirit of Burger Time. Problem number two. You take risks in the original Burger Time by having other creatures, the hot dogs, the, the eggs, the enemies, Pickle. on the bun that you're getting ready to drop. Yeah. And your reward for that is extra points and that the burger slice falls farther in the level. That yeah. <clears throat> this game doesn't do that at all. It does not. In fact, what you do is you you hit the enemy with your weapon, your pepper, your frying pan, whatever. Smaller enemies are one hit and they start blinking. Uh, larger enemies can be anywhere from three hits to like 10 hits, uh, and then you just run into them and they fly off the screen and respawn. So the enemy structure in this game, completely different from the original. Uh, this one, it makes it makes no sense. The enemies are not a, a, a benefit. Now, they do do a thing where some enemies, if you crush or drop onto the, your, with your burger bun, it will spawn uh, egg, like egg filler. Like you're adding an egg to a burger. And you can get some extra points that way. But it doesn't help you complete the level any faster. You still have to do the same process getting the bun all the way down to the bottom. Uh, in the original game, you had enemy manipulation. You could, just like barrel uh, controlling the barrels in Donkey Kong, it wasn't 100%, but it was like 95%. You had really good control of where an enemy went up or down a ladder. This game is nothing like that. They've completely thrown that out the window, and they have they have made just... The enemies just literally blindly walk around. An enemy can kill you from beneath the level you're on yeah. just because it's too tall. So, literally, all the things that made... The original Burger Time good are gone. Now, if it was just that, I could actually, I would actually be okay. 
the game is doing its own thing. It's trying, you know, it's trying to branch out. But here's where it fails even farther. And Aaron, it sounds like you fell in this trap too. Okay. You don't have to jump on the burgers. You could actually press down on your joystick and the and the jump button and he will just pound on the bun. Mm, I didn't even know that. And when you pound, I went through, I beat the entire game. I went through the entire really? game. Oh, yeah. And now, towards the end, it was just continued crazy. Yeah. Because I, I was so sick of everything. When I was getting, when I was getting <coughs> killed every three seconds, that's when I gave up. So, uh, I, I and I went up to like 4-3. Oh, man. And there was a part where you could not jump on the bun. If you jumped, no matter the height, you went up to the next level. And I thought, I'm, yeah, that is a problem. I'm glad you, I didn't think about that. I know this is. I know this game is bad, right? But surely they haven't designed it so it's unbeatable. So I started playing with the controls and found out that you can just stand on the bun and and you will pound it down and it will it will fall through the floor and fall like normal. Mm. So now you've taken a challenging game with at least a unique concept. And you've completely ruined even that because having it where you can just pound the burgers down. I I I uh, restart. I mean, I, I will finish the game, and then I restarted with the knowledge that you can just hold down and just pound the things through. The game becomes a cakewalk. Yes, there are so many enemies that sometimes you get overwhelmed. Yes, you do have to uh, stop what you're doing every once in a while and going go and grab another weapon. If you don't have a weapon in this game, you're dead. Period. There's just too many uh, uh, enemies. But, Which is odd. But being able to just pound the burger down takes all the challenge, all the uniqueness out of the game, and is actually detrimental to its to to its fun factor. It was challenging. Now it's just stupid. Again, another thing: there are enemies in this game that are blowfish. Uh, I don't know if you saw them or not, Aaron. I don't remember seeing those. <clears throat> The blowfish, if you hit them with pepper or your weapon, whatever it may be, it puffs up to like three times its original size and becomes indestructible. Okay? So you think, okay, that just stops you from from throwing your, you know, being all willy-nilly with your weapon, trying to, to overdo it. No, because even in its smaller form, it can still kill you. In the later levels, they abuse this enemy so much that they will have waves of them flying across the screen where you literally cannot dodge it. Not, I'm not good enough to dodge it. Not, uh, maybe I can get there next time. No, there are actual waves of these enemies that you cannot dodge because if you hit them with a weapon, you can't hit them enough to kill them. They just expand and become bigger. And they take up so much screen real estate that they leave you no room to dodge. So it's actually programmed in to have death traps. Inexcusable for a game. It is money maker. I mean, they, uh, you, you know, I, at, the, at the end of all, a lot of games, it gets ridiculous. Uh, also, I mean, you've got these, you've got these enemies that make no 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 sense at all. I mean, I get you've got your your food based enemies that goes off of the uh, the the theme of the original game, Burger Time, and all that good stuff. Uh, but you also have huge lighters. Or hammers, yeah, or, or <laughs> hammer. I was wondering about that. Or 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 bamboo stocks, they which sh they shoot up the air. Yeah, oh, it, it's some. It just it's like they they played Burger Time once. Well, no, you know what? It's not like they ever played Burger Time at all. It's like they heard about Burger Time and then they made their own game that they were trying to base off of Burger Time got bored halfway through, handed it off to an intern and told them to finish it. Oh. This is one of the most this is one of the most disappointingly designed games. The levels are repetitive and just god awful. The weapon choice is for another thing I've got to complain about. My You've god. got spires on either side of the screen, right? That held your weapons. Yeah. But when you scroll the screen, the spires scroll with them. Yes. It's like you're trying to chase after them, but they keep getting pulled into the side, into the distance. So you have to go all the way over to the screen, stop scrolling, and then you can scroll up close enough to the tower 
to pick up a new weapon. Also, also, one of the weapons you can pick up is a pair of shoes that make you jump higher. Instant death. If this is not a power-up, it is an absolute hindrance. It has zero benefit because it makes some uh, uh, ledges that you need to get to inaccessible. So you have to wait 30 seconds for the shoes to wear off before you can continue on to the game. Complete garbage. There is no reason why you should play this game, not even out of morbid curiosity. Aaron, what do you have to say about Good it? Good lord. Full-on burial? I guess I'll just chime in. I wasn't real fond of this game myself. Some of the things that Britt talked about, I would agree with. In fact, almost everything. The tower thing I thought was odd. It's an odd graphical choice. You know, this the game. What sad thing about this game is there's a real good game hidden in here. Uh, if they would have, but they made choices that are uh, questionable. I didn't know about the pounding thing. Good, that's a good. Tip, I'm going to try that and see if it improves my score. I guarantee it will. It makes the game easy. Here's the thing, though. Me and you have played a lot of obscure video games. Mm -hmm. We play a lot of arcade games. And Absolutely. we've never played this, and I've never heard anybody talk about it, okay? That's true. And so, when Happy found this, I was like, it's amazing that this exists. How have I never played this? Well, there's a reason. <laughs> it's not that good. It's garbage. It's too hard. It, well, I, mean, I thought it was too hard. I didn't know about your Yeah, it, 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 well, I mean... It, the later it, the later levels are still too hard because the enemy spam is off the charts, off the charts. But, but the gra the graphics, the sound, the scrolling, the backgrounds, the two player simultaneous. I love all that stuff. I just think they. Uh, I don't know what they. I don't know what happened here. And I don't. I, since we never heard about this, it didn't get poured anywhere. I'm assuming it was not well received, yeah. uh, even in Japan. We got a couple reviews for this, uh, including Happy himself uh, wrote a review here. Uh, let me—I'm just going to get into it. It's a little—it's a little long. But I'm going to read the whole thing. So, uh, uh, let's see here. Being uh, oh, good lord, he instantly starts off with a word I don't understand. <laughs> Burger Time certainly deserves its place on the arcade menu, although it never reached. The Cordon Bleu status that contemporaries such as Donkey Kong and Mr. Do enjoyed, it was certainly a tasty slice of coin-op pie that is still fondly remembered to this day. Surprisingly, then, it would take a full eight years before an official arcade sequel would come out of the kitchen. Super Burger Time found itself served into a world where cute platformers had become ready-made meals for home consoles, and arcade fans in Europe and America were now feasting on a platter of side-scrolling beat-em-ups such as Final Fight Golden Axe. Tastes had changed in hindsight, it never really stood a chance, which is a shame because this takes the key gameplay elements from its classic older brother, combines them with a new ingredients like power-ups, boss battles, to make a recipe that is well worth a few of your virtual quarters, if not a Michelin star. Gameplay is fast and frenetic. Our hero, Peter Pepper, now has the ability to jump on the burgers and over the enemies, which greatly adds to the fun. Said enemies are legion and are far more varied, and the addition of power-up weapons such as frying pans complements this. But if variety is indeed the spice of life, there are times when there is a little too much salt in the soup. The backgrounds and platform ledges are often far too busy, making it difficult to keep up with the action. And the music, which starts out sugary sweet, soon begins to turn sour. The boss battles too are ultimately too much are ultimately too much bun and not enough burger and relish. In the end, even with the benefit of infinite co credits and continues, the frustration of a meal that is not quite as delicious as it should be sets in. The saving grace, perhaps, is the option of two-player co-op, making this game very much worth an hour or two. Of dinner for two with a friend of similar taste, 7 out of 10. Very well worried, by the way. Uh, clearly, coding is also an excellent uh, wordsmith, Brent. Our buddy Pajaco had a go at this as well. I love the original Burger Time, he writes. Super is just a disappointing mess of ideas resulting in a poor, poorly executed attempt at doing bubble bobble with the Burger Time LP, uh, IP. I almost said LP. That'd be a heck of a record. <laughs> uh... The new jump mechanic changes the core feature of the original for the worse, and on some levels there are ladders on burger slices so you can only jump on the very edge of the burger. It seems uh, and it seems possible to accidentally jump up 
on the platform above whilst trying to jump on the burger boats. That's true. Yep. There are multiple new enemies and weapons that don't really add anything to, uh, outstanding to the game. As it goes on, the designers have just thrown everything into the mix with all kinds of crazy enemies and a ha- from a hammer to the Date East cigarette lighter. I, yeah, I was going to mention that they do have it. It is in true Date East fashion. They never had a problem with self advertising. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the boss battles are kind of fun, but too easy, and the whole game can be done in about 30 minutes. There are better arcade platform games, and if you want Burger Time, stick with the original. Yes. A mess of graphics with too much happening on the screen. The sound is fun, but unremarkable. Super Burger Time is not a great game in general, and is certainly not worthy of the Burger Time name 3 out of 10. So, so pretty much a universal burial. And unfortunately, I can't say they're wrong because as much as attractive and cute as this game is, it is uh, unplayable and uh, just sort of uh, not that much fun. Too yeah. bad. That's a real bummer because when I first looked at this, I was like, wow, this looks really interesting. Yeah. And it was interesting. There's no doubt about that, but not that good. So that was my entry, Brandon, to the burger-based game. So hey, I did the best I could. It was. I thought it was. I thought it had to be done. I'm glad we got it out of the way. Now, Brent, you brought something far dumber to the table. What do you got? I have been looking forward to this to stay here, and maybe since the beginning when of the series. When you picked this last week, I was just like, are you kidding me? But okay. I went with the king of burger-based games. Let's see what you did there. I went with Sneak King. Now, I should mention, I, there are, you got two versions of this. I guess you'll get into it. I mean, there's one version, but it play, you can play on two different systems. Well, duh. Yeah. Uh, Sneak King was a one of a trio of games uh, licensed by Burger Time. Burger King. The, or, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> licensed by Burger King. Burger Time should do better. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go deep into the other two, but uh, it was a, a kart racer <laughs> and a, uh, a bumper car, like, King of the Mountain game. I played both those this week. I yep. played all of these. Yep. I don't know why. But we are going to focus on the King of the Mountain, Sneak King, and there's a few reasons why we're going to focus on this one opposed to the other ones. Uh, these games were developed by Blitz Games, and Burger King had these as promotional items that they said, listen, if you come, you buy one of our combo meals, right? We'll sell you one of these three games for four bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, while Blitz Games, they they developed all three of the games: the Kart Racer, the the Bumper Car Game, and Sneak King. Burger King actually said, "Listen, the Bumper Car Game, the Kart Game, that's cool. That's all you have fun. Sneak King, we are going to have a one to one hand on." So they were in direct control of the focus and, and uh, gameplay elements of Sneak King. And I, Burger, by Burger King, I, obviously I don't mean the entire corporation, but someone within Burger King. Um, and they and Blitz Games said, listen, we've got this awesome idea. Uh, we'll play Spy versus Spy. Uh, we'll have two Sneak Kings. Going around planting traps, you know, and you've got to try to serve the burger, but some of the things can be trapped. And, Bur- and Burger King said, "No, we are not going to hurt the king." And they said, "Okay, okay, okay, we got that." We said, "Okay, what we'll do is you'll play as a, a customer, and you'll uh, you'll be in this environment, and you will you'll pick up power-ups, and you'll you'll turn into the Burger King." And Burger King said, no, no customers will turn into the Burger King. So they were like, well, crap, man, what do you want us to do? You've got the, you know, a little comment, uh, you know, a, a commercial line, basically. And you're wanting us to book a game off this. And Burger King said, listen, the king will sneak around, surprise people, and give them burgers. Make a game. And that's what they did. And... <clears throat> This was released, Aaron, November 19th, 2006. <clears throat> and this has a very special uh, uh, part in history. This is the o- this and its other uh, duo of games, the whole trio, are the only game that has an Xbox version 
and an Xbox 360 version on the same disc. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. You 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 pop this into your Xbox. It's the exact same game with a lower poly count uh, and, and slightly reduced textures. Or you take the exact same disc, eject it out of your Xbox, you put it in your 360, and it loads up and it does uh, the exact same game. You know, looks a little bit better. Yeah. These were originally going to be Xbox arcade games, uh, <clears throat> which was one of their three the 360s service that they were pushing at the time. Little games, and this would have made a perfect uh, Xbox Arcade Live game. Yeah. But the problem was, is uh, Burger King said, that's great, but we want to be able to play this on the Xbox. That is a requirement for this deal to go through. And they said, well, that's not on the original Xbox. We can't do that. And that's what came to the dual disc. And um, Burger King pushed this a lot. They had full marketing campaigns uh, the end of or from the beginning of November in 2006 until the end of the year. The special ran for five weeks, uh, where and they pushed this on television commercials, huge, and uh, it sold a lot of copies. Do you have any idea how many copies Sneak King sold, Aaron? I, I don't. Let's say uh, let's say uh, two million. It sold 2.5 million, putting it on. The top ten best-selling games for 2006. Of course, it was they were cheap. <clears throat> they were they were four bucks plus the plus a uh, combo meal. So I <laughs> think how stupid that is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here's your video game and your combo <laughs> meal. <laughs> so, Aaron, I'm going to assume back in the day you did not. This was not a purchase from you. Incorrect, sir. You actually purchased this. I have all three of these. I also purchased these. Bam. <laughs> so the gimmick worked. For four bucks, we could do it. I think I paid less than that when I got mine. The gimmick worked. Yeah. Um, and apparently a ton of other people felt so felt as well. Now they actually produced. Uh, Burger King says, "Listen." We uh, produced 2 million copies, the initial run, 2 million copies of each game. And uh, the overall package, the, the trio of games, they said sold up to 3.2 million. So Sneak King really, really, they had, they had to went back and printed more of those. Uh, and there are plenty of Sneak Kings out there in the world. Uh, this is not a rare game by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, when I looked on eBay, just kind of trolling around, you can buy 50 copies of Sneak King, 50 copies of the other two games. So you've got 150 games for $59. <laughs> this is what I see often at the old Goodwill. <laughs> That's right. This is one of the, the, the Burger King games. They, they pop up quite a bit. So now that we've kind of went over the history of Sneak King, let's talk about what Sneak King actually is. You play as the king, which is the mascot for Burger King off and on, but definitely during the 2006 ad campaign. Is, the, is Burger King a worldwide burger joint or is it just it, an American? It is. No, it is, it's global. Uh Although in Australia they're called Happy Something, they're 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 a different name in Australia. Um, so you play as the king, and your job is to feed the hungry people around or in the levels that you're in. And you, but you can't just go up and give them their food because the king, that's not the king's style. No. The king's style is to jump out and give you food. Uh, <clears throat> so this is a stealth-based game where you get a mission, and the mission might be uh, serve five people coffee, breakfast, whatever, and you sneak around and you go behind these people and you you hit your button and a flourish meter will pop up. <laughs> and the meter's automatic. It just scrolls to the top and back down. It catches you off guard. It, well, I mean, it's, it's quick. It's quick. And if you stop the button at the bottom, you get one flourish. And one flourish is basically just the king going like, here, right? Yeah. Uh, or you can get it kind of in the middle, and then the king's kind of like, here. And then's the big one. 
when you get the top one, he's like, woo, 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 yeah. yeah. Does a little dance and then serves you your food. And you get more points depending on the, how over the top you are. Other missions are like you have to jump out and, and serve the food. So you might hide in a box. You might hide in uh, uh, someone's house. You might even hide in the trash can, which is a little disturbing. Yes, that's what I that. Yeah. Burger King has their mascot hiding in the trash, jumping out and giving you food. I'm pretty sure he. There was a commercial where he st- it hid in like one of the garbage, the little things you put your tray in. Yeah, I remember that. So <laughs> there's precedent for that. That's right. Um. And then there are some missions that are a little bit different. Like, um, one of the missions is everyone in the level has to see you. And the way the stealth element of this works is uh, everyone walking around has a visible sight cone. And and it's really less of a cone, more of a cylinder. It's more like, it's kind of like Thief. Remember that? What yeah. That? Well, I mean, tons of games do yeah. this. But the, 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 the vision cone is very small. Uh, yeah, these people are idiots. It stretches out a fair distance, but it, it's very uh, tunnel vision, very narrow. Yeah. So you might have to run around and have everyone see you. Uh, there's an infamous mission. There's four levels in this game, and one of the levels is the cul-de-sac. There's an infinite mission. Infinite, uh, infinite. Infamous. Infamous mission in cul-de-sac where you have to sneak people in the backyard and serve them food and you get ranked on how well you do and if you do it within one minute you can get an a ranking it's the only way to get an a ranking uh but who's hungry is all random so uh it can take anywhere from three or four hours to hundreds of hours before that enough random backyard people are hungry that you can get the A rating. So having all the achievements on this game is very rare. Very rare. Uh, like I said, there were four levels. The levels are kind of samey, and they're they're kind of small. Uh, I don't know, they're pretty diverse. Well, I mean, not really. Uh, but they're 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 fine. They're fine. Uh, You've got the cul-de-sac, you've got a sawmill, you've got a construction zone, and you've got downtown. Uh, downtown and the cul-de-sac are a little samey, and uh, the sawmill and the construction zone are a little samey. I like the saw. I like the sawmill. It's uh, pretty. So, the biggest problem with this game, this game has decent graphics. You got to remember, it came I out. They're really good. Uh, they actually did a motion capture on the king for his dances and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And his dances are, are really well animated and over the top. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but the the game is samey. You do the same basic stuff over and over and over and over. If the game was half the length, it would be a lot more enjoyable. Um, also, the animations are long. Like getting out of a box, getting out of a barrel... Uh, doing your your flourishes, your dances. They're while they're entertaining and fun the first few times, they really start to grind on you. Yeah, I wish they would have had more flourishes. Like they would have been at the top of the meter, they would have been they would have changed. Yeah, because you see the same one. Yeah, it's every, It's basically each food item has one or two. Yeah. Um. The the gameplay loop is okay. The stealth elements are... It's very easy for the most part. Some missions are hard just because you have to find people in certain places and they have to be hungry, which that's not a good hard, that's a bad hard. It's hard because you have to get lucky. Uh, but still, four-buck game. Uh, you know, this is something that I know we all cackled as as young adults when we played these just laughed our butts off had a good time doing it it was cheap entry you know getting the king to dance around the people would dunk, jump up and kind of simulate his dance it was a good time Aaron what do you think of this game <laughs> well I did play this right when it came out uh-huh. because of a cheapery this thing was right in my wheelhouse <laughs> you know and I had an Xbox and an Xbox 360 I both play both of them Listen, it is a dumb game, but you know you missed a couple of things that I think were make the game more fun. Okay, okay. 
For one thing, you play as the king. Now, if you saw yeah. these commercials this guy was in, they are funny commercials. Like, this was a great campaign. And they bring him back every so often. Mm-hmm. He'll come back around. You know, So he's still sort of relevant. Uh, but the fact that this guy, he's got a certain... His his uh the way he runs and sneaks is funny. Yeah, it just because oh, it's, he's a, it's super a, well animated. It's a goof in a big huge head, and he in a, in a full king outfit and he's sneaking. Around. It just it, the, it's so ludicrous. It's funny. Yes, I like the idea. Listen, I thought it was gutsy to to take this franchise or this particular gimmick and make a game out of it. But it works because it's so ludicrous. You know me; I like that sort of thing. So yeah. it appealed to my, my, my. It, it appealed to me on the side of silliness. Uh, the the gameplay itself, it's okay. But I mean, I think the. Uh, I always thought that the uh, uh, the, uh, the different scenarios were really nicely graphics, nice, uh, beautiful. Uh, they were okay. Areas that were they're they're not big. No, but they're they're nicely fleshed out. Uh, for example, when you're in the, uh, you know, when you're at the sawmill, you can go through that. There, you, you can, you're kind of going through rooms. He's got a cool animation where he goes in and out of doors. You're in the woods. There's, I just thought it was cool. In, in the cul-de-sac, you can go. It looks just like any place around here. You can go to backyards. There's goose back there painting. They're screwing around, and it's just kind of fun to explore. The game itself, when you're trying to feed them, you know, I believe like first thing you do is feed people breakfast food. Then yeah. you feed them burgers. It's funny. The king is funny. His little dances, like I said, he get kind of old. I wish they would have like would have uh, allowed you them. to skip him. Would make a big. Well, difference. I wouldn't want to skip him. That's part of the fun. See him do the little dance. I mean, it's a four dollar game, so you've got. I'd look at it on that level. You know, uh, we always talk about budget titles overseas. Like this was as close as we ever got. Yeah, four dollar game and get a combo meal. Bam! It's a done deal. The audio in this is good. The king is funny. I mean, when I say audio, I just mean like the atmospheric sound. So yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's strangely, it's strange. I'll use the cul-de-sac again. It just sounds right. They did yeah. a good job making it. The sound effect. It's the, music's you, are, the music's repetitive. If you took the king out of this and just, it, just, it just walked around, it would just seem like a walking around the neighborhood simulator. Yeah. But the king, so I like it. I even like the opening title bit where the game comes on. It's got the king. It's like the part. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) I give this. I always. It's dumb. It's short. Yeah. It's dumb. But I enjoy it for what it is. Four dollar game. I liked it. Yeah. Now Burger King, uh, in two thousand six, they told their shareholders that this and the Sneak King and the other two games, yeah, were responsible for a. 40% 40% increase to, to Burger King's bottom line. 40? 40%. Holy smoke. Uh, you and, would, one would wonder why we haven't seen more people do this. And, and I would I would assume that it's based off of you had to buy a combo to become eligible to buy the game. Yeah, but the so, combo, you can get a combo for like five bucks. Right. But that brought more people to the store. I mean, for an advertising thing, this was spot on. Yeah. And you're right, I don't know why they didn't do more of it. Uh, although it is a risk. I mean, they could have lost tons of money. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's tough to play off the same thing twice. So maybe that's why, I don't know. I, I'm not you into You know, it's funny, thing. if you think about the early days of the internet, mm-hmm. what are the staples of it? Were these games like from like Nabisco... Or or uh, or lifesavers. Yeah. yeah. Where you would Last play game. these games online, they would advertise a product, you know. And that's basically this was like the grown up version of that because I mean basically this is an advertisement for Burger King in game form. Yeah. That they released, but I mean it's see and the thing is what gets me is this would be way easier and cheaper to do now than it was then. Well, but I think I think being physical media. Uh, was a huge draw because I know personally a lot of people bought these games to give as presents to siblings. Wow, uh, that's the cheapest. Well, of gifts. I, I'm talking about ten year olds and twelve year olds oh, okay. that got their money from you know mowing yeah. lawns. Uh, and because it's a video game, everyone likes you know family likes video games. It was cheap. It all worked out. Their, their release schedule for this was at the end of November to the end of December, which was a perfect timing for that kind of stuff. And 
everyone met their deadlines. This game was was made in three months. So you would say that this was a, an enormous success. Absolutely. Did, did, did the company that made it do success. anything else? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the name of that outfit? Uh, Blitz Games. First of all, they had a huge uh, run on the Xbox Arcade. Uh, but they also did a ton of children's based games. You know, your uh, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. I see. And uh, that kind of thing. You can see it playing a game like this because this, you can see this could almost have been a kid's game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they were active for many, many years uh, after this, but it, it definitely did catapult their year or, or their success by, by a large margin. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> Reviews for this at the time are all over the map. Uh, I mean, as little as one out of five, uh, all the way as high as uh, almost seven out of ten, and everything in between. You can see why, too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not like a, a deep game. You, it's just whack. You are either in the mood to play a silly game, yeah. or you're not. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the, the Metacritic on this is pretty much dead in the middle, 54 out of 100. And I think that's fair. I think that's a, a perfectly fair score for this. Uh, I mentioned before on eBay, this is very haveable, if, if that's your thing. Um, there was a thing going around about a year or so ago that someone owns like 200,000 copies of this yeah. game. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's a thing. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a part of my uh, young adult life. Because I did grow up during this era, and I absolutely remember buying my copy of Sneak King. So there you go. Uh, but that pretty much wraps it up on my end. Aaron. We didn't get. No one had the guts to review this. <laughs> but, I, but I will say this: you could, you could, you could have done worse. And so, and that's also uh, my opinion of the wheel because you could just when you think it's bad, <laughs> it can always get a little worse. Fire that thing up here, bro. Tell the people what you've done. And we have added. Four amazing pieces. And let me run through them real quick for you. We've got Blip Blop and his edition of NES bootlegs. We have... Oh, God. After seeing Frodo's stream <laughs> of the day. Oh, man. We've got serious games that ended up funny by Super Tech Boy. We've got... Uh, French-designed games... From Chris Foles. The big F. And we've got the Sharp MX700 from Dean. Now, Dean actually requested the 2700, which I don't believe exists. I may have miswrote that. I believe you. I believe that you miswrote that. So Couldn't be me. We've got good options all around. Spin that sucker. Oh, man. There's 3D House of Wheel. Why do you still have the retro thing on the front? Get that thing out of there. What'd you get? We have. Here's your winner. Oh my god, it's gonna be a rough week. What is that? J2ME flip phone game. Oh! Who suggested that monstrosity? That is a Pajaco 6502. <laughs> now, Aaron, I will warn you ahead of time, these are notoriously <laughs> difficult to emulate. Oh, God. So, flip phone games. I guess I have to get, I've got a flip phone and a game's on it. <laughs> so I may be playing that. I so, know I can play the one game. So it is. A, a, this is going to be a, a difficult week. Pajaco suggested that? Yes, he did. I'll get you, Pajaco, for that one. Yes, he did. Hey, listen, a couple, I've got a couple of legitimate announcements uh, to make, the oh. brand. Oh, yeah. Uh, first off, since we didn't do it on um, Amigos because of dumbness, uh, set your calendars, the Brent, May 21, 2022. Uh, it's going to go down. It's the International Computer Club, the return. Oh. We're coming back. We're bringing it back. I want to get one in before Boat Fest. So it's another round of the International Computer Club. Uh, I think we're going to start this sucker off at the same time as last one, 4.30. It worked out good for our European friends. Had a big crowd at that uh, classic computer, uh, International Computer Club. So, uh, Boat has already got a sign-up sheet up uh, in the International Computer Club uh, area on our Discord. Uh, if you would uh, please hop in there and sign up to display your project, your new uh, game room, 
your new computer, your books you're reviewing, uh, the products you're selling, right? Anything you want, there's not really a wrong answer at the International Computer Company. Are you a programming whiz? Get in there. Are you a, a, a someone that wants to show off the mod they did? Throw that sucker in there. We're taking all requests. It's an all request lunch hour over ICC. So please get your uh, get your uh, uh, entries in right away. The brand. Uh, something else I want to talk about. This is ARG related. The brand. Uh, you'll recall, I think it was two weeks ago, we did a show on the Apple II GS. We both liked the Apple II GS. Huh? And we had the games in there. Well, uh, you know me, I'm a, I'm a man of the people, and but I'm also a man of myself. I'm a, And so I went out, and just last night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I bam, I bought a GS, an Apple II GS. That'll be whisking its way here. Uh, I have picked up an Apple II GS with mods uh, out the yin yang, so I don't have to do anything. It's got it's got a flash card and it's got all the gimmicks, uh, and I will be playing all the Apple II games, two and Apple II GS games that you can shake a stick at, Brent. And that's thanks to the enjoyment I got last night. What do you think of that, the Brent? You're not down with the Apple II GS now? I got a good deal on it too. To be honest with you. Sure. Yeah, it'll be a lot of good fun. Good for you. I had a lot of people on Twitter like uh, they get guided me. You know, to help me pick out the right thing, including Miss Fox, our own uh, Macintosh librarian. She knows the score. She gave me the high sign. If she says it's good, it's good, brother. So I got myself some of that. What do you got announcement wise? You got anything coming up you want to talk about? No. No. We'll talk about Boat Fest. How about that? What, what's your thoughts on the Boat Fest, Brenny? Give the people the hard pitch. Uh,. That is coming up. You yeah, can yeah. go to boatfest.info. That's where to I'm going right now. Find out some more info about Boatfest. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's happening uh, June 24th. Uh, it will be June 24th to June 25th, uh, Friday and Saturday, uh, at the Holiday Inn Express at Winfield Taze Valley uh, exits. Uh, it's a uh, it's a easy trip right off the interstate. I mean, literal. You can see the interstate from it, and uh, we've got the uh, conference room. Rent out for two days of boat action. I'll have the 2GS there. That should be enough for anyone. Wow. That's right. Well, why not? You know, everything. Every, anything goes, as Merman would say. But it should be a lot of fun. What are you looking forward to the most at Boat Fest 2022? Is it Rob Flack O'Hara? I think that the most interesting thing at yeah. Boat Fest 2022 will be me. <laughs> well, that's a real rigging endorsement for <laughs> Boat Fest. Trust me. Everything there will be twice as entertaining as Brent. Maybe three times as much. Oh, well. That's, not, that's illegal. That's not over very, the excitement level. Not that entertaining. Um, do we have anything else? We, uh, do we should have a new uh, video coming out from you here in the next couple weeks. That's true. Uh, we have a new Patreon coming down the pipe, and he will be on the wheel hopefully next week. Hopefully next week. Uh, Aaron, do you recall who that was? Uh, nope. His name was... <laughs> His name, I believe his name was Dryer Lint. Oh, yes, Dryer He also sent a piece. He sent a, a pie piece. And well. that pie piece did get produced. So there you go. Although okay. it did not make the wheel this cut. Uh, you know, normally during the show, yes. if you uh, if you have information that you don't know, you just yes. say like, yeah, I'll have that next week. You don't look it up during the show. That makes you look like a geek. No, and it makes you look like a professional. Yep. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times Johnny Carson would end up the show to drive down to the library to look up facts. Yeah, I can't get it. I know. Right. <laughs> but he will be. He will be. Uh, what uh, a dipstick you in, are. He will be featured in the next video. There you go. That's. Let's get out of this. Let's 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 put this train wreck to bed. We'll catch you guys next week for flip phone games. Oh man, have a good week, everybody. Adios. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. A special thank you to Duncan Styles for our Vector Style graphics and Fartbit for his amazing music. Would you like to help keep ARG spinning? You can do so at patreon.com slash ARG Presents. Just like these fine folks. Rolo, Olaf Hope, Aw, Terry Howard, John Schaller, The Slow Norris, Frodo NL, Chris Folds, Mitsuyama, Jason Warns, Rob Black O'Hara, Andy Craig, Andy Jones, Kevin Bean, Jocko6502, Bitter Blitter, 
Anthony Jarvis, Steve Rathmason, Bernhardt Lucas, Dave Velociraptor, Graham W. Vetke, Rashi, Mr. B, David Terrence, Supertech Boy, Oram, Sundown, Texas Foosballer, Airshack, Retro Allergy, John Dykeman, Jerry Dennington, Xenon K9, Templar Mar, On Collective, and Laurent Garou. They all have access to the Amigos Retro Gaming Discord channel, their name displayed and called out in the credits, and that warm, fuzzy feeling that they help keep ARG spinning. And you can too! Have an idea for a wheel piece? Send it to us at argpresents at mail.com. Did you know? BoatFest 2022 is a go. The Retro Computing Festival put on by the Amigos Retro Gaming Network. You can find out more at BoatFest.info. We film live every Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And you can watch the replays on YouTube every Wednesday. Hope to see you there.